0: Yo, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Dan Podcast. I'm your host, Akil. kill. As you can see, it's just me today. Uh, we're gonna hop right into the shit. Everybody gonna be asking, you know, where B at? Let me get the drops out the way. Welcome to the dead welcome to the Den. welcome to the Dead Podcast. It's upsetting me in my homegirl. Um, yeah, B as um uh listen. How could you describe? He in some shit. He alright though. Uh he'll definitely be back Monday. No. Next week? He'll be back to definitely give us a um update on what's going on with him. But he good though. Uh so we got me today. So uh prepare to be educated. No. Nah. <laughs> uh oh, that was the wrong drop. Um, but yeah, man. What did I do today? Um Honestly, watching up documentary, y'all know that's what I did. I came here to get beat this whole spiel about like this fucking documentary about these college kids and shit. Well, not necessarily college kids, but it's this dude named Rick Singer who was like a college recruiter and shit. And man, he honestly, all he really did to me was just finesse the system a little bit. I mean, we're going to get into all that. I mean, you're going to say semantics and shit, but um, Tim, 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 it's gonna be a lot of them but uh yeah we are gonna get into him uh i watched another documentary called about these athletes uh you know the dude was touching the girls and shit the athletic girls and shit during a gym what is it the, like the u.s gym next the u.s <clears throat> gymnastics trials or some shit like these were some young kids and shit he's been doing this for years so we're gonna basically get on all of that and how that tie in and some other shit that i saw but uh yeah, so, um, I usually ask B, like, oh, B, what you do today, but his ass, uh, and here. So, this dude, Rick Singer, right, he was, like, in 1998, he had developed, like, this, um, what would you call these people? Because he's not in the, like, high schools, right? He like, a guidance counselor, right? So, um... Okay, so let's say, call him a consultant. Right, that's what he was called. He was a damn consultant. Because that's what he did. He would, like, meet with, like, private families. Not private, but, you know, like, them rich upper-class families and shit. And basically, you know, excuse me, get them, like, you know, college advice on, like, how to take the ACT, the SATs, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And how to, you know, pass these tests, right? But as he was doing this over the years right he was developing relationships with these college scouts you know what i'm saying Some of them was like for um small ass sports like crew and uh water polo and um, you know little small athletics not big like football basketball you know the major sports excuse me excuse me so during the years of him developing these relationships he also was developing a system right he called it the side door right this how he broke it down he had the idea of where you go to college right you can take the front door approach right which is with good grades um a great resume you know high scoring your uh, sats and everything you know and try the hard way with fifty thousand other kids trying to get into the same school as you right or you could do the backdoor right where your parents is extremely rich and you basically make a 50 60 down million dollar donation and shit right i'm talking about big money donation to these colleges right to their funds and maybe we'll look at your resume again and let you in but that's not even a guarantee but to him he developed a system called the side door excuse me where this system um it was guaranteed quote unquote right where, and honestly it seemed like it had a success, uh, high successful rate to me where he would just finesse your resume, where he would make your grades seem better than what they was. Um, he would, um, he would take like a Photoshop picture of you and made it seem like you was playing water polo. like, so he was, the devil this was a motherfucking family, right? liar. this dude was like an investor for like, um, Spotify and like Airbnb or some shit like had big money, right? Like, so, uh, he had his son – He I mean, uh, excuse me, Rick sent this dude uh, like some water polo gear, right, and said, you know, get in the pool, you know what I'm saying, and act like you throwing the ball, right, like made it – you know, take the picture. Sent it to Rick. Rick then Photoshopped it and shit, you know what I'm saying, made it look real professional, bro, like as if dude was really, you know, a part of this like water polo, you know, team in high school. And the high school guidance counselor didn't have no idea. I mean, these people was extremely rich. They was going with – all with ends to, like, make sure, like, the schools didn't know about none of this. You know what I'm saying? So Rick was Photoshopping these pictures, sending it to the athletic director, athletic directive boards of the colleges, and they were um going over them and um, – they was in on the shit, too. Hell, they was taking the motherfucking pictures with the money. Like, okay, he had slot them, like, 50000 and shit with the picture. they look at it, be like, oh, okay, this is enough, and shit. Made him on the team. The coach was in on it, too. Everybody, look, everybody in on the colleges was in on the shit, right? But, you know, Rick somehow was, like, the mastermind evil bad guy. To me, all he did was just find little loopholes in the system, dog. Yes, it was wrong, but... It wasn't and it was for only like extremely rich family. It wasn't like ten million dollars he was asking for. He was asking for like two million five hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? He was in the he was in the um the big th- money th- ball th- range. Th- but uh Yeah, dog, these people, dog. <laughs> I'm talking about these colleges range from everywhere. Like <laughs> Yale, Harvard, like fucking NYC. And I'm talking about the people that they caught, like I can't even think of their names right now. But one of the ladies was I think was like on Full House or some shit, bro. Like these people was, like, extremely rich people, bro, and... But they wanted their kids to go to college. The devil was a motherfucking liar. But then kept liar. this facade of, like... Then they got down to, like, breaking down how these schools get called prestige and shit, man. Like... Like, it's crazy, dog. Like... So this is how they do this shit, right? <laughs> prestige, first of all, right, just basically mean... semantics. A facade. It's a French word, and it means facade. And these prestige schools are basically they just like any other regular school bro like you not getting no better higher education it's just that these magazines like us today and like new york times these places rank these schools as like higher education so it make people believe like oh i gotta go to this school to get this kind of education right so these motherfuckers think like because it got prestige on it that you're gonna get some kind of better education and honestly it's a name game dog. like it's about brands and shit and that's kind of what it came down to. So these people was, again, like how they pay for labels on their clothes. They was playing for labels on their school, bro. Like, and that shit just really be crazy that. It'd be kind of professors like that go to like that are working at me or like in my some home, community girl. college And they could be teaching at NYC but they choose to like help the kids in their community learn. And they got the same education as one of those professors or could give you the same curriculum. But because your school is a community college or it's not like it's a local college or some shit, you kinda of get frowned upon in a way. And that kinda of shitty, bro. But They were just breaking down how, like, the name Prestige really is just mean facade and, like, everybody be getting tricked. And it was cool because, like, it was another dude that was working with him. I think his name was, like, Mark or some shit. They caught his ass first. They caught him before they caught Rick. Mark kind of, like, snitched and talked. Wait, hold on. We gonna get into, too, how Rick got caught in all this shit because technically... He ain't even, like, get caught, bro, but we gonna get into that. But the dude, Mark, that got caught first, they were saying, like, oh, Mark is such a mastermind. Like, he was flying to the schools and, like, changing the kids and, like, coming up with the answers on the SAT is, like, you know, he's a math genius. He's a math whiz, bro. And it was funny, ironically, it was a dude in a documentary. His name was Akil Bilo, and he was, like, a... um he was like a college consultant too and shit right and he was basically saying mark wasn't a genius he was like if anybody in this field consider themselves like you know legit they should be able to take a test for 11th graders like the test is designed for 11th grade students so of course he should be able to as an adult grown man should be able to go to these places and you know get answers right on these tests right so it was just funny that like the news was even like playing it excuse me i'm looking for my water bottle the news was even painting in on this of like uh making his making him of like a complete mastermind like it's just crazy how media still play roles in like these games and shit but uh they caught mark as first right but before that even happened right um so shit this system been going on since like 1998 bro he had this shit going on good for a long time right uh, um so they catch him right this is how they catch him some dude uh getting caught for a whole nother investigation related with the fbi like he getting caught for some other shit right he basically to get the like the shit off his back he give up a dude that work at yale that's uh, recruiting kids illegally to the college and shit right he give him up right bald head black dude this motherfucker and so he can get time off his sentence he goes and snitch on rick bro Rick didn't even, like, I'm not saying Rick didn't do nothing wrong, but Rick was, he was moving, like, in the proper way, bro. He had covered cover all his steps, bro. He was making sure, you know, hey, he was calling the family, like, hey, make sure ain't nobody talking and shit. You know what I'm saying? He was even, basically, he didn't even give up his operation completely to the families, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was giving up only a, like, he was omitting, bro. He was giving up a little bit. He was telling the truth, but he was kind of still lying. Like, he was telling them, like, oh, yeah, I got people all around the world. Like, it was only, like, maybe four or five hundred of these people on this operation but the way they controlled like all these schools around the world and shit and was like able to control this shit bro it was ridiculous so it was kind of cool bro i thought honestly rick just found a way to like finesse the system bro but they deemed him as a criminal and shit and i don't know i thought he did a good job bro but yeah he got caught from dead ass like somebody else snitching on some other shit to get time off they back and then they told to get time off they back bro and rick whole time thinking he got everything moving smoothly and shit and you know the whole world against him but he eventually get caught right uh he decides to when he get caught right he decides to go and snitch on no no he didn't snitch he said okay i'll work with the fbi fuck it like now that they caught me." he decide to like now be wearing a wire and shit and now that the families he set up so this is what he do right he had called a family and be like oh yeah remember we had um remember we had sarah take the Ace S A T in Houston so she can get a better score because we knew people in Houston and like and the fans like, shut hold on now, wait, shut the fuck up. Like, shut up, Rick, bro. They was telling Rick to be quiet on the phone and shit. But Rick going through the whole spiel, right? I and mean, maybe be like, right, didn't that happen? And the fans would be like, Right. You know, they basically agree and bro. It's kind of it's sick bro how they did that shit but they basically uh, <laughs> like you know tricked the family into like saying yeah well not trick them but basically getting them to admit that they did these things bro and rick was just like fuck it i'm gonna work with them to get lesser time off his shit so i don't know bro i thought that was real crazy um he ended up snitching on a lot of the families a lot of the celebrity families got caught most time, and then they only did like a year in jail time bro you know what i'm saying like these motherfuckers committed a, a federal crime bro about lying and forging documents all types of shit and these families and people only got like six months in prison bro i'm not saying give them 10 years in jail and sh- or 10 years in prison and shit but five years should be j- you know what i'm saying like give them some real time bro like that didn't do anything to them it didn't hurt their pockets bro like we should at least for the the, the colleges that got caught in this scandal bro should have had to donate the money to something else, bro, or do something with the money, bro. Like, you know, when dude got caught from Stanford, that was the school that the black dude was from that snitched on Rick. You know, when Stanford got caught in all this scandal, they had already uh, a gross gross, like seven hundred and seventy thousand dollars. So they didn't even have to turn that money back in. They got to keep that shit. On top of everything. So, Rick end up going to jail. The black end up going to jail. Even the families end up going to jail. But the institution is fucking self. Like, the whole fucking problem, the institution, get to keep the money and everything and shit. Kids still breaking their fucking neck, writing submission letters, all this shit. They still getting yelled in these fucking high-prestige schools and shit, right? And they still get to keep their money, bro. That's fucking ridiculous. I think that's really, really crazy. But, um yeah man that was basically that documentary that i watched uh yo then i watched one more that was crazy welcome as hell. To the, uh, to the this one was I called can. um this one i saw on, excuse, this one i saw on uh youtube actually and this one's about this dude named he called himself shadow and he lived off the grid which was basically somewhere i say off the coast of like the seem like the mississippi River and shit you know what i'm saying kind of seemed like off in a forest but like He said it was like Neighbors and shit That live far down You know But he didn't He was off the grid But it wasn't like Completely out of like You know I'll tell you about it So anyways You know this dude Right he called himself Shadow And he been living out there For the last like 17 years He been living out there For a minute right He got a boat built out there And everything right Um and he built his home off of basically stuff that float down the river you know what i'm saying whether it be like big ass barrels and some of this time it's like a local town probably not too far down the road uh he said he take his kayak down there. they probably give him like barrels and shit over the time that he had like been staying there but he built his home over like 700 barrels or some shit right that's what's keeping his home afloat and those barrels ho- hold up to like what did he say 700 700- barrels or like a hundred pounds or some shit, like a piece of water, like it'll float that much water pressure or some shit. So it's pretty stable. Stable, he said over time. So he got like you know wood and stuff built on there. It's like kind of cool, right? But um, he kind of like live off his own like land and shit, you know, the like land around him. And um, I thought it was interesting that he used his own shit to like um compost his food and i'm like damn now most people hear that and be like oh that's nasty right but if you think about it we eat vegetables and shit and fruits and we use other people's shits or we don't know where like that shit come from if they use compost from like or what animals like at least do know where his own shit came from you know what I'm saying? like this from his body that he using to grow his own food and as crazy as that sound i'm like damn that make a lot of goddamn sense instead of like eating vegetables and then that's why we always wash them off and i'm not saying he don't gotta wash them off from growing it like that but you gotta really wash off vegetables and shit because what the bacteria and pesticides that grow on these fruits and vegetables bro dead ass use his own compost system like he had taken shit at home or whatever and it's like the toilet that he built got it like a little little compost thing on it and shit i thought that was cool as hell and you know he been living off the grid like that He got like um, Live chickens and shit He got um, What else did he have He was growing strawberries and berries and shit He was like important to keep his vitamin C up and shit out there He got a lot of like regular food Like ragu and shit Like stuffed in his refrigerator I mean he ain't got a refrigerator He got like solar power shit but he got like a pantry and stuff and I thought it was cool bro he was living off there for like 17 years and shit you know and people would sometimes you know give him books and stuff out there to like read oh that's also what he did too he started reading books about like the area that he lived in and the water that like like that was big to me about the water because you would think okay he never got to worry about water because he was surrounded by a river but he like no beavers be over here deer and shit and they you know drink and piss and shit you know in his water too so like you can't drink that because of the bacteria and shit in there so like he working on building a a air a water filter from like his home to the like lake or the little river so he can have you know constant fresh water you know i thought that was cool as hell like that he picked up on them books and shit like to like read up on the area that he live in and i'm like damn it takes somebody to move all the way into the middle of nowhere right to read about the environment that they in and i'm thinking like damn when was the last time i picked up a book about the area that i live in like or like googled the last time i looked or looked up you know the area that i live in itself bro like what's the property value on the houses and shit that i stay in over here like where the fuck the pedophiles live at on my block like I ain't never think about that shit so I told myself like one thing I'm gonna do after watching that documentary is like read on like damn not only just the area i live in but milwaukee itself like how many of us like live here in milwaukee and know the history of this shit of like us living here bro you know what i'm saying like we lived here a whole life. some of us 25 30 years old 40 years old and it's certain blocks or neighborhoods well i know at least for me that i haven't been down where i'll be like damn i never seen this street before i never knew this was here before like we'll leave town quickly and shit because they got tickets and shit for us to you know leave home and shit but I'm not saying don't leave home and travel either Don't don't take that message But what I'm saying is, is that like I haven't explored a lot of places around here either Or like even read about the history of this city and shit So I just, you know I thought that was cool that he did that When he was like, you know, living in the woods and shit But um uh, Yeah man, but then he fucked me up though This is my last thing about dude, right That was real cool Documentary was beautiful It was only like 15 minutes too If y'all want to check it out too, right but the motherfucker do tarot cards, right? And then it was like, you know, I don't know if bro ass is like really sane. You know what I'm saying? When a motherfucker tell me they do tarot cards or some shit, bro, I'm starting to think, bro, a little off. Oh. Like if a motherfucker tell you, like, oh yeah, tarot cards, and I read them to you. He got his little crystals and shit out. And don't get me wrong, like y'all motherfuckers might really be conjuring the motherfucking spirit of whatever, but. Ain't no damn cards finna sit right here and tell me I'm finna have a good day today or these cards finna make me rich. You crazy as hell. But – Hey, man, he been surviving out there in them damn woods for 17 years with his damn tarot cards. And I figure, hell, you got to I figure like if you that smart or doing some shit like that, you got to be a little bit off. You know what I'm saying? Like it had to be something he was doing too well. Like all his shit made too much sense for me when he told me he played with tarot cards and had his little crystals and shit out. And he started conjuring spirits and shit. That's when I'm like, okay, he might be a little off and shit. But um, (laughs) I thought that was cool. I thought, dude, life-ass had a, you know, weird little way of living. But, yeah, man, that's really kind of it. Just watch them documentaries. Um, I know everybody see this shit going on right now. Oh, yeah, man. I don't know what is it, what it is in the world right now, but all these couples just breaking the fuck up, bro. Like, it's fucking Sweet Tea and shit and fucking Quavo. And I know y'all gonna name her name Sweet. I don't, listen, her name's Sweet Tea. Because I, I don't remember it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she breaking up with Quavo. I seen a post that said Quavo came and had the like Bentley truck like scooped up and shit by the um, you know, by his people and shit. I don't know if that was real or not, but you know, shout out to Quavo because women be quick to throw your shit right outside the house, bro. She get pissed at you and had your shit packed up at the door waiting for you. Now he come get his Bentley truck. You know what I'm saying? He wrong. You know he was supposed to keep it. She was supposed to get to keep that. No, she got it. She said she got her own money and shit. Let me get my shit back. She shouldn't even be mad about it. I don't even know why that made the news. You know, he was just coming to get his shit. Probably had his PS5 in there or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, y'all couples out there, man. Stop breaking up and shit. It was somebody else, too, that broke up. Uh, Kim K. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Kanye, too, dog. He uh, They just said he liked the like richest billionaire some crazy shit right now. I like I said to my uh I was telling my God that bro like Ain't no such thing bro like Kanye probably been a bit like Jay all them deals and shit bro with that money. You gotta understand this shit been years in advance. We've been seeing him and Jack Dorsey, y'all be on Twitter and shit. Y'all seeing him and Jack Dorsey already hanging out and like going out to have drinks and shit. On island like family vacations and shit they been hanging out bro that deal been happen. like so this shit with Kanye being a billionaire it's great that we got to hear the news but like that shit kind of been happening like I think uh, I think a lot of the shit that we get we kind of be late to and I think it's due to where like where we rank at to them where it come to like information and money like I I kind of see like money i mean information everybody can get that you know what i'm saying it's free for this out there for everybody but certain key information i think that's where the money come in that you got to be in certain rooms and shit you get what i'm saying to get that kind of information it's like i feel like we can get like all the type of free internet you know information we want but it's certain shit about like shit that you got to pay for i think that's why like not college necessarily is important but some type of programming or like system where you learn information that they don't have, you know, not the kind of crazy shit they put in a book, like where, Oh, you can have this book. And this is the 10 keys to success. Not no crazy shit like that, but you know what I'm saying? Like some type of program where you pay to like, or you end on some information that a lot of people don't have. I think that's key dog. I think it takes money to have that type of information. That's why I said the other day on my Instagram, like bill, bill, Uh, boats and shit, not moats. Like, you know what I'm saying? You want to be able to build bridges and shit and have relationship people. You don't want to island yourself off to where you can't be around anybody and like that energy shit is real, dog. You know, like where you can't be around anybody because you toxic and shit. So that shit key, man. So, um, and maybe that's why Shadow Ass was out there living in the woods by itself, you know? Maybe his energy was off. And he said, Oh, he did say that too. He said, He didn't like the way or where he felt humanity was going. He didn't get into much detail about what he meant by that, but I kind of understood what he said a little bit. So, I mean, you know. um, Yeah, man. Um, I thought that was crazy. I thought that was real crazy. Um, Yeah, I don't really got much else, though. I really don't. got. um, Yeah, man, it's been another episode of The Den Podcast. Uh, You can listen to us on Facebook. Um, Instagram and Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Anchor. Welcome to the dead podcast. Power Founder.